We've teased you enough, but it's time. April 17, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The OG RRLC Reggie's jersey is fucking for sale. It is for sale, and you do not want to miss it. I cannot express how much I fucking love these things. They are unreal, mate. You do not want to miss them. We've got a high thread count. We've got a big white collar. We've got the traditional V. It is three-quarter sleeve. It is everything that the fucking RRLC is put in a jersey. Everything we promised, and it's for sale. April 17, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, thereggies.com.au. I'll see you there. Get amongst it. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to the Reggies. You're finally back with three blokes, not two, three blokes who could have been anything but decided to have fun instead. Groper, Tommy, and the return of the Red. Jace is back, boys and girls. Oh, how good is it? Finally got the team back. Fuck, it feels good. The team's back back together. You just look Um, good too, by the way. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're, uh... (laughs) Fucking forgot I was wearing this piece of shit. Literal toilet paper. We're wearing uh, Penrith gear because another thing I didn't sign up for. (laughs) I have to wear this because of what happened on Sunday. Straight off the bat, though, the merch drops tonight, 6 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, Queensland Time, not dad kissing time. Don't forget baggy reds, trucker caps, and the one and only the Moya Moya shirt. All being dropped at 6 p.m. Queensland Time tonight. Can't wait to see you all wearing the Could this be the, the greatest debut merch drop ever? Oh, it has to be. Well, it's got, the, it's got the greatest shirt of all time in it, let alone the greatest baggy hat. And the trucker fucking goes well too. <laughs> so, and guys, remember, this is our first drop. Starting out, we're just testing the waters with this, so it's not like we have a shipping container full <laughs> of fucking shit. So if you want something, jump on there at six, buy it, and don't fucking whinge if you don't do that and miss out. Yeah. There's uh there is a lot of stuff there, but yeah, yeah. like you said, Tommy, not a shipping container's worth. No, no. Because uh, fucking we don't know. Who we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. We think we know. Yeah. Nah, but anyway, we are fucking really excited. We will be cracking a tin together, watching it all unfold. Yeah. So we'd love to see you absolutely pound it into the earth. Can't Fuck wait to yeah. crack more tins after the weekend. But um, <laughs> look. Obviously a huge show. Not sure how I'm going to get through the um, NRL Grand Final review. That'll be coming up soon. I'm still just numb and genuinely still shocked and mad and frustrated and all of the fucking above. Yep, and I second that. We will talk about it, don't you worry. AFL Grand Final as well. I'm feeling for the hundreds of thousands of supporters that would be dual Brisbane supporters in both coats. Um, ODI World Cup starts tonight. Plenty to talk about on the punt. More Group One racing this week. How good is it to have? Good is it to have three of us back on the couch? 
boys. Welcome back, Redness. Just felt lost over there. Look, it's good to see you. I heard fuck all from you over there, so I hope you're ready to chew yeah. our ears off well, I've got about your trip. To come yeah. and trap this episode. So make up for lost time. Where'd you you started in London? I know that much. Yeah, so I flew into London. Uh, my ventures went through up to Liverpool after that, northern England, and then across to Edinburgh and Scotland, a bit at the Loch Ness, over to Ireland, the the motherland. Your motherland, is it? Yeah, well, not my, my grandparents, sense. but it doesn't take a fucking that rocket scientist and look at my red dome. Yeah. Could have been Scottish, though. Been, you know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You would have fit in, like, look-wise over there, though, wouldn't you? Oh, everyone thought I was some fucking variant of UK blood. Yeah. And then I really? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I had people say to me, this was probably the biggest insult of the whole fucking month, <laughs> walking to a shop and he goes, oh, so whereabouts are you from? I was like, oh, Australian. He went, oh, I thought you were British. You sound Cockney. I went, cunt, that is the biggest insult <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. Cockney? Yeah, Cockney British accent. Real oh. proper British accent. Like Lord's type of accent. Yeah. I was like, what did you want me to walk in and say shrimp and the barbie cunt? Here you go. <laughs> and then you would have fucking known a mozzie. And then uh, Jace just uh, turned it on. Yeah, yeah. Every other thing. yeah, yeah. I was kind of got to dumb it down a bit. As soon mm. as I got back home, I was like, oh. Just fucking talk how I do. Oh, mate, it's crazy how you have to actually check yourself on what variant of English Simplify my English so (laughs) much, yeah. Yeah, well, at least they speak English in the UK. Yeah. Well, sort of in Scotland and Ireland. But I was in fucking Austria and Sweden where I really had to dumb it down. (laughs) I'm like, slang is just gone. Oh, yeah. Completely. I'm reading like I've got a fucking dictionary in my back pocket. But I was teaching them a bit as well. You would have been the same. Yeah, Yeah. but the English and the Irish and everything, Jace, they'd have their own slang. That's right. Which would make it even fucking harder for you because, like, that's like them trying to understand us. I've picked up bits. It's from like, you know, you watch movies and TV and shit, but yeah. social media, but there was still bits I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I actually love their slang. It's fucking awesome. English yeah, slang like is funny as fuck. Oh, it's so yeah. funny. Yeah, but, and yeah. they know how to fucking chant at the football. They oh. do. I'll give them that. They do. <laughs> That's why we just get peppered by the Barmy Army because they'd all just be football. They yeah. just supporters. They get chanting. Oh yeah. They just get it. And I've so, seen it firsthand. Went to a couple of games in England. Yeah. And there was ones where I just I thought, I, being a Liverpool fan, mm. I for the last pretty well half of my life, a whole you, you, eight years. Yeah. <laughs> you hear the chants over TV and shit, and I've learned as many as I can. Even like. Just single player chance. And there was still ones mm. they were whipping out on the spot. I reckon there was this improvisation. And I was like, what the fuck? I don't even <laughs> yeah. know this. Let alone, I went to West Ham versus Man City. And there was ones there as well. I had no idea. But I was just like, well, I'm just going to fucking enjoy this. Yeah. The crowd, the atmosphere there is insane. So like, the West sporting Ham. experiences that you went to, bro, like the soccer games and that, was it, was it fucking like you thought it was going to be? Or? It was what I thought it was going to be, but even better. Spine yeah, awesome. tingling. It's just crazy. The Liverpool game would have been prime. That was insane. And that uh, game got the all, all in yeah, over the Yeah, it just fits oh. perfectly. Last leg of the all in, you beauty. 3-0 win as well. That's yeah. like the, that's the par fucking perfect win yeah. in soccer. And that crowd was, it was just something else. Singing You'll Never Walk Alone before the games too. That's like a bucket list thing for me. Yeah, yeah. cool. But it's the only way to describe it is if you don't really watch soccer. It's, like, it's pretty well... The greatest origin game and crowd you'll ever hear, and it's just that's just normal. Every week, see. yeah, every yeah. single week, they're just fanatical they over there. They live and eh? breathe it. Every person walking along the street, the whole of match day in the city is wearing their fucking colours. Yeah, you get in a taxi or an Uber driver, and that's all they talk about. Yeah, what a like, culture! Yeah, it is. We Unreal. think sports religious over here, and it is to an extent, but over there it's just pretty well soccer. 
That'd yeah. be like you would be the town weirdo if you like didn't watch it, eh? Yeah, yeah. Like it, I think in somewhere like Liverpool or Manchester, definitely in London's a bit different. There's yeah, heaps London's, of teams there. Heaps of teams, there's like nine million people there. But too. there's definitely way different in culture down there. Yeah. Not everyone's <laughs> so into it. But you go to yeah. Liverpool. But even like in London match day, because there's what three or four London teams playing in the day. Yeah. You go to different tube stations. And there's different blokes wearing jerseys for each yeah. team. You're like, well, wonder where the fuck they're going. And they hate each other, and that's why there's yeah. lots of. I felt <laughs> pretty <laughs> nervous at points in that West Ham game because where we sat, that was a bit of a spontaneous buy. That was like two or three days before, and they played the Olympic Stadium they used in 2012. Yeah. So I was like, fuck. I was like, let's just do it. Mate, everything over there on my trip was, if I want to do it, I'm just gonna do it. Oh, is this the West Ham yeah. City game? So that yeah. was about two days before I bought the tickets, and we was I didn't realize where we were sitting was pretty well like right beside the away section, away section yeah. a bit of a gap between us because of the big screen but enough that when they scored and the whole game chanting they're looking pretty well at me yeah and i'm thinking dude i'm not even a west ham fan <laughs> like i'm not losing my life over this shit but fucking hell they were vocal the Is away that- fans were almost as loud if not louder than the home fans at the time because they lost as well like man city won 3-1 yeah so the west ham fans were quiet at times but that first goal i remember oh that first goal man uh, I'm sorry, West Ham went one nil up, eh? Yeah, we were, and the noise one nil up in there um, would have just time. been. So that that goal was because it was off the back of nothing as well. Yeah, and holy fuck, that was that goal was louder than the goals I heard at Liverpool. Yeah, because Liverpool game they should have won. They were yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it was like expected goals. <clears throat> yeah, this one wasn't an expected goal. This yeah. one fucking almost ripped the roof off the stadium, dude. It was yeah, wild. Yeah. But sporting culture over there, is like, um, even if you're not a sport fan and you're in the UK, even in Europe, just soccer in general over there, go to a game. Yeah, Pay yeah. the money, 100%. experience it. it well, so I think the it. only game that probably topped yours was your dad's, mm-hmm. Pedro's, because Arsenal versus he went United. to a rivalry game, a traditional rivalry game of Arsenal-Man United, and it was one all. They fucking Arsenal thought they'd lost the game because Garnacho scored. Yeah, the it gets called back offside by a bees cock with and two minutes left. With two minutes left, and then they go down the other end, scoring like the ninety first oh. minute. Oh man, that was wild. Seeing videos, my old girl snuck like the phone, like recording, and Pedro didn't realise. Yeah, the whole time. yeah. So there's like two minutes footage there. Pedro looks like his head's about to fly clean <laughs> off, like, and as the team's like running towards the score as well, and like. Fucking hell, that atmosphere. Oh, insane. that's awesome, Late trauma and all that, but yeah, definitely ticked a lot of things off my bucket list. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And after the UK was when I went across to France for a couple of days, um, up to Amsterdam, Netherlands, and then finished up at Munich for Oktoberfest, which yeah. is, that is up there with probably the greatest drinking session I've <laughs> ever had. It'd be, I've heard yarns of people at Oktoberfest saying that by the end of it, they're just pissing themselves at the table, just refueling it with oh, beer because it, it's just It's muscle memory. But you don't like, with the beers over there, Austria and Germany like border each other. So Austrian beers, similar, very yeah. similar. And it's, I don't know, because it's fucking, I don't know, I don't want to say real beer, but when they pour it, it's got a head on it. It's a that's massive head. Big head on it. And it's because that's the beer. That's how it's supposed to be poured. Well, I didn't realise that The head either. protects the beer. <clears throat> yeah. And it like you don't wake up with hangovers and shit because the beer's just oh, fucking... That's a fucking <laughs> lie. And a hard <laughs> ride there. But yeah, the whole... I didn't realise that either. We did this Heineken tour 
and it's like pouring the fucking beers and that and you get to pour your own pint and I just didn't I was like what the fuck why is his head so big almost blew up at the bar this dude poured me like three beers in a row with this massive head and I was gonna say cunt I've seen it three times, but then I... And you've got come from the UK too, where they're the opposite. They just want as much fucking yeah, beer in the cup as possible. Exactly. Hated but working Yeah, there. that was a bit of a, like, shock to me as well. But once I realised it, I was like, right, okay. You're still enough. getting a pint, but it's yeah. like, that's what it's supposed to be, is a big head on it, and yeah, it protects right. the beer. Yeah. I'm glad I'm on there, Jason, not knowing that, because I probably would have said, like, oh, bit what, my tongue. first day, mate, is it? Yeah. Oh, I bit my tongue, <laughs> and I was like, oh. We drink... Sh- like the beers we get at the pub here are fucking terrible. The head goes away on them after like <laughs> yeah, two sips, two sips, and yep. it's gone and it's just flat. Yeah. Whereas that thing, if you watch a beer over there with the head, the bubbles keep rising off Constantly. the bottom the whole time. Yeah, just like They're circulate. Right. But so yeah, anyway, October Fest that was the biggest <laughs> after a whole month of just drinking piss. That was probably my biggest night yet. That was the crescendo. Yeah, got our little fucking outfits, the lederhosen, yeah. whatever they're called. Yeah. I was, it was it cost an arm and a leg, but I was like, I'm not going to not yeah, be a whole yeah, yeah. hog if I'm here Bloody once in a lifetime <laughs> kind of thing. Get there, two, the big litre steins, yeah. two oh. beers deep. I was like, yeah, a bit calm at the start, you know, spinning yarn to a few people, meeting everyone from across <laughs> the world. I don't know what the turning point was. I don't remember the turning point, but next thing I know, I've fucking man standing up on a table, just singing all these <laughs> random German songs. I, I could probably fluently speak. German, I was that fucking blind. <laughs> but yeah, that was, and it was still only about eight o'clock at night because it wraps up around ten thirty. Yeah, but yeah. Fucking huge night. I get home, fucks me what time? About midnight, and <clears throat> sleep for about ten hours. Wake up in an absolute world of hurt. Probably the you say they don't give hangovers. I can fucking I disagree. Okay, completely. I didn't eat which probably doesn't help, and just drank beer. <laughs> but wake up, I never get headaches, or I never spew when yeah, I'm hungover. because you're fucking 20. Yeah. So this little 20-year-old is waking up with my worst headache ever, sitting over a toilet bowl, spewing for an hour, Ooh. sweat coming out of me. I'm thinking, uh. fuck, this is it. I was like, <laughs> I lay down in the shower for about half an hour. Finally... <laughs> Find the goal to go get some water down the street, walking around like a fucking puppy with my tail between my legs. (laughs) Get a feed up me. It's about three o'clock and me mate Jalen that I was touring with wakes up, comes find me. He's been sleeping for 14 hours or so and he just goes, (laughs) because we parted ways at the end of the night Yeah, and he comes up to me and he's like, I've lost my fucking phone. Mm. And I just went... Handy, mate. I was like, we've gone this whole month and nothing bad has happened. Did he actually lose it? Yes. Oh, but if what a way to top the trip off. We ended up. We said we're like, right, we're gonna do some fucking detective work here. I was like, we're doing the whole find my iPhone shit. You would have been fucked. Find my moto is probably not even a thing. <laughs> it's actually quite easy. Yeah. Well, no yeah. one would have picked it up and <laughs> stole the car. No one's got a moto to be able to log you in. You would have got on, on Google, on yeah. your uh, laptop. But and, anyway. Um, yeah, it's all right, man. <laughs> and doing all this shit, nothing's working. So he messages one of the chicks with Knob 4 and just goes, where the fuck were we last night? And they end up figuring out the pub. We walked there, first attempt after about 15, 20 minutes of walking. And we looked to the back of the bar and there's his phone sitting there. Oh, yeah. I've never seen relief in someone's fucking eyes so much. I just went, Uh, holy. I just went, you are the luckiest cunt in the world. I was like, we've got one more day 
over here, hold that thing close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nothing, well, not that it matters. You lose it, can't you? It's the same as yeah, losing it here. Exactly. <laughs> but still, fucking hell. When the whole trip, nothing really bad happened. Yeah, still not yeah, even that yeah, bad, yeah, yeah. but the lost phone. Oh, uh, well, that would have yeah. been probably our biggest night yet. Do you know but, what, though? I've been in similar situations like that before. I won't go into the Groper and I situation, nearly missing the flight, but a similar thing <laughs> where something terrible happens. All of a sudden, that's all you can think about. It's a spiraling downward yeah. fucking depression. It's a slippery slope from And there. then when you found that phone, it's, it's almost like you forgot you were hungover and it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went, yeah, fuck yeah, 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 yeah. Now yeah. Like, I was thinking, I was like, oh, last night, fuck, we're going to have to just like, I don't even know what we're going to do now. And then he found him and went, well, let's go drink. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah, like, yeah, everything's yeah. good. Did oh, you find was... that you woke up heaps later in the morning from like, not just then, but generally? Yeah. Did you Fair wake up like... when I had When I didn't have anything on and I was like, yeah, I can sleep in. Yeah. But yeah. I can't fucking sleep in here, obviously, because of the working pattern and all that. Yeah. But living over there, I would have no issues sleeping until 10 in the morning. Oh, dude, really? nothing opens yeah. till 10. You I know. even just like, you go, it's go here and you want to go jam bar or something and grab coffee in the morning. Everything's yeah, it's open, open five at five. <laughs> you walk down and there's nothing open. Like, I just want to get a coffee. It's like, yeah, we'll come back at 10 o'clock. Fucking yeah. tired cunts. Yeah. And then they, in the summer especially, because of the, um, because the sun doesn't set for, till so late. It's weird. They fucking, obviously they want to make the most of it. Yeah. So they stay up late. Mm. It's eight. People 30. will go for dinner at fucking ten p.m. and shit. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, normal. It's proper wild. And wow. It, the weirdest part is being blind as a bat by eight thirty and it's still sunlight. Yeah, it's like day <laughs> drinking every day, and you're just like, holy <laughs> fuck, fuck, and I could get around that. Yeah. yeah. So the sleeping in thing used to just fuck with my head because I'm like, oh, I'm not a lazy cunt, but like, that was just when it's people got up. And you just went just... to bed later. Yeah. Anyway. But people drink over there on like a fucking Tuesday and Wednesday night. It's nothing. You walk into a pub on a Wednesday night. In the yeah, probably in the and summer. It's just, it's just pumping. Because you went over there when pumping. lots of people take time off, or yeah. maybe just after. Well, this was I learned pretty much start of, like first day of spring of September. Yeah, maybe everyone's probably going back to work by then. But pubs were pumping in the like a small little corner pub. Yeah. In London. So what are you loud as fuck on a Wednesday <laughs> yeah. night? Oh, in London, yeah. London. Was Every just, night's a fucking yeah. do whatever. But even certain nights, it's like, oh, yeah, oh, this place is known for having a huge Tuesday night. Like yeah. Edinburgh is known for Tuesday nights. It's crazy, eh? Like, that's awesome. It's fucking crazy but how. But perfect. Mate, that's... Yeah. Like someone <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, mate, that's like being a young fella. Like, when Cam and I and that were over in um, Whistler and shit, and even Gropes, went, Gropes and I went there for a couple of weeks... Every single night, there was just a fucking club that featured something that yeah. night. Yeah, but that's at a <clears throat> ski resort. Yeah, but I just mean a similar feel. Yeah. So, like, just being able to party yeah, when yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah. you felt like. Yeah. There's always something. Ski like. resorts definitely are like that. Yeah. But I was shocked as well at London because yeah. you go to – did you go to Soho? Yeah. Yeah. Soho, there's just something going on there every – it's packed every Soho's night. Soho's like a big – just fucking everything there. Every man. night. And I'm like, don't these cunts have work? And they all do. But yeah, it's yeah. just like... Well, they man. probably don't start till 11 a.m. So <laughs> yeah. it doesn't fucking it sounds matter. like they've got their fucking shit sorted. <laughs> yeah. Haven't they? Yeah. What was your highlight, Jace? Like, you're talking sports. We've just talked mm. a bit of fun stuff. If you had to pick one highlight of your trip overall, what do you reckon it is? The main highlight, I'd, yeah, I'd say Oktoberfest. Yeah. Just because it was yeah. the end <laughs> of the trip and it was like... Yeah. It was just... Yeah! And that was his when test. You really, yeah. When you really <laughs> simplify and dumb it down, it's just... Let's get all these cunts in silly suits in a fucking tent 
and just drink beer. Yeah. And that was the best part. Yeah. Everyone is in there for one single purpose. Fucking And it's oath. to drink fucking piss. Drink beer. Favourite yep. city was probably Amsterdam. Something about that place is just fucking... Yeah, I don't know what that would be. Yeah, Dude, I don't um, know why it's just really cool. Was it a pretty relaxed vibe there, mate? Very lax. Max relax, everyone. Everything mm. was just... But everything about it. There's trams going through the middle of the fucking city. Yeah. And they're just ringing a little bell like a bike pretty much because there's cars driving in behind it. And, like, they share roads... With trams and bikes and Mate, people just walking. It was I'd, everything. It's like everyone just likes each other. I would yeah. love to just peel into a cafe, roll up a Winfield Green and just sip on my coffee. Mm, it was, and everyone's just like, hey, there you go. Yeah. yeah Cheap good, Winfield mate. Greens too. Yeah. Very, but it was awesome. Did you have right. any like the old space cake stuff or just, just the? Uh, just the Winfield Greens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just the greenies. Fair enough. But it was fucking... Oh, mate. Great experience. Well, they're four nights, so I pretty well got everything I wanted to do. Yeah, bloody oath. But, yeah, that was probably the my favourite city was Amsterdam. Didn't duck down the Jace Light district? Didn't go the red lighty? Uh, walked past, had a, had a game. Yeah. 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 As everyone does. Went for a bit of a window shop. Yeah. Went for a bit of a Jace <laughs> yeah, was Light window walk. shopping. Quickly went to the ATM. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking chance. Uh, no, nah, that was uh, Amsterdam exactly... What did people say? Oh, wonder why it's so relaxed. And it's like, it probably is the reason why. Yeah. But it's just a fucking cool city. Yeah. London was awesome. People I met. Where the backpacks I stayed at was just full of Aussies. Mm. So, well, mate, Amsterdam is going to be a chilled out vibe because you just, just a social experiment. If you put much. a heap of blokes in a fucking room with piss at a certain stage, someone's bluing. If you put a heap of blokes mm. in a room with hooter, and get them bombed off their guts, no one's punching on. Yeah. Who'd I can <laughs> fucking uh, bit of magic stuff as well. They probably mm. don't have the punch on uh, culture. No, 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 I don't, no, I didn't hear work. anyone, I didn't see, hear any bluing at all. You go down Gundoon for five <laughs> yeah. minutes or the valley in Brisbane and yeah. there's at least five people blowing. They do love a good stab over in London and the yeah, UK. Yeah, I was very... Um, mm. They love a certain, good shiv. <laughs> certain parts of uh, London and even Liverpool was like... Yeah, that's was like, yeah. there too. I was like, I don't know if I want to go in there. Kind of like um, not having a knife in my gut. <laughs> yeah. I like breathing through my mouth, not my guts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, great, brother. That's awesome. Yeah. Glad we got a bit of a recap there. Ticked a lot of the bucket list off, so. Awesome. I've got, a, I've got a Reggie test for you. Oh. <laughs> this is sprung on too. I hope you get it now. We might, have to edit. we might have to edit this out. Well, probably only one of you can do it. You know the town of Gympie? Yes. Mm. Do you know how it's spelled? G-Y-M-P-I-E. Yeah. What's the first word you think of when you see Gympie? Pie. He got it! Duh. <laughs> what well, in the fucking McJim? What is that? When I think of the word Gimby, I think of Beefy's pie. Of pie. Mm. I think of stopping before the M1 and getting a big dog's eye on my gob before I venture down to Brisbane. Yes! Well, there's a Reggie test. Just yeah. put, write it down on a bit of paper, I reckon. Mm. And, even, and put like, this is to catch people out. Yeah, yeah. Put a capital G and then just spell the other ones. With lowercase letters. Yeah, yeah. And just go, what's the first word you see there other than Gimpy, yeah. obviously? Yeah, yeah. And see if they get it. 100%. <laughs> that is literally the Reggie test. If they it? say Jim, Jim isn't even, fuck off. Yeah, Jim's not even the second one. I think Pi and then Tino for Sumalawi. We should do it. <laughs> what? Is Jimpy <laughs> fucking born and bred? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, just, that's what yeah, I Yeah, I thought you meant off that word. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I reckon that should be a thing. Like, if we ever run any event, that should be the question on the door. And if anyone says, Jim, you can fuck off. Well, it would have been good for Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's nah, great, Graves. I was, I was actually driving home. So I went down to uh, the sunny coast, well, fuck, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And I was driving back just, you know, when you stop and sometimes you just start driving, you don't even put music on, you just drive with nothing, just having a look and a geese and having to think, having to think about everything. Mm. I was doing that I and I kept seeing Gimpy and then I'm like, pie. <laughs> and I was like, pie, Jim. And I was like, pie. fuck. And then I thought, I'll ask the boys that and I yeah. fucking forgot to ask you last week. Did Abs. you get a pie? Were you feeling a bit um, peckish? So, like how's this? It was in the school holidays, right? And they've got this new um, big truck stop, like, on the south oh, side of Gympie. Yeah, Massive. Like, your normal truck stops, all new, state-of-the-art, like As you're heading north. As you're heading north, yeah. yeah. So, I'm heading back towards home at this point. And I was like, oh, fucking, I'll stop here. I need something to eat. Need a drink. Pulled in. It was like 11.30. Fuck, man. Worst thing I've ever done. I had a trailer as well on the back of the truck. Oh. And it was like peak hour because it was school holidays mm. on a Friday and it was the busiest joint I've ever seen. And I'm trying to fucking park this trailer. I'm like, well, I'm not going to leave now. I may as well. And I walked inside and I ended up with servo food because I was oh, not no. waiting in the Macca's KFC yeah. or any of the lines because they were so big. And I was like... There's Who a the fuck would want to do this? Would you? Do you ever in your own head just get, just think, what the fuck are all you other cunts doing? Here? <laughs> yeah, fuck off. Get I on the road. You do the same thing as me. Fucking McFay. Yeah, you're the same thing as me, but fuck off. Yeah, oh. fuck off. Oh, I couldn't believe it. And then I've just gone. Oh, it's fucking school holidays because I got no fucking kids. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know. Got name a cat. Anyway, yeah. um, that's a Reggie test, and that's where the story come from. <laughs> We hired the room at the uh, tavern for the game, boys, on Sunday. Yeah. And I must say, it was electric. Oh, that was Dude. fucking So, I thought it was unexpected game, for me was before the game when we all just stood and sung the anthem in unison. Loud. Just like sung no the one, national anthem loud. It wasn't loud a plan. As, it wasn't a no. plan to. The vibe in there was just that, just pumping. Everyone was excited. It worked exactly like we thought, eh? Yeah. Pub environment, unreal. Fuckwits at the pub on those days, not unreal. Yeah. So we got the best of both worlds, had our own fucking spot, own bloke working the bar, own big fucking TV right in front of us all with tables, smoking deck, had yeah. everything. Yeah. And there was what? Probably 30 or 40? Yeah, it would have been 40, I reckon. Yeah. And... We missed the first bit of the anthem. I was like, okay, we're not going to sing it. And then someone just started it. Yeah. <laughs> and we've all just started singing in unison. My missus Everyone is filming up. it. And then they fucking pan the um, the camera to just before kickoff over to Luai and everyone just goes, boo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they put it on Carrigan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the big boo, yeah, thing. That was fun, man. Because I think out laugh. of those 40 blokes, I was the only one um, who was an actual Panthers supporter, I Genuine think. Genuine Panthers supporter. Yeah. I think there was a couple a, on the fence and a couple yeah. of shit There was a few of the old lot, anti-Broncos, yeah. Yeah. which is all fair. No, that's right. But I reckon there would have been yeah, at happens. least 30 strong or 25. Let's say yeah. 25 definite die-hard Broncos Wearing supporters. Wearing maroon and gold. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, no. It was, and uh, um, how's they really turn it on for the pregame entertainment? AFL have Kiss. Yeah, how good was that? Unreal. That was, that they didn't have to do much either. Yeah. Dude, they just stood there. It was so doing good. Their fucking thing, Unreal. But even the people, guitar. like, the whole thing, the whole yeah. thing. Not just with the kids, people there, yeah, 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 and the kids dressed up Everyone as them, can, and, uh, and then we get that. Everyone yeah. can sing along to Kiss as well, yeah. No mm. matter how fucking old or young, yeah. You are, you well, know I, there was people going, "Fuck, is this a Kiss song?" Like, yeah, the yeah, first yeah. one they sang, what was it called? Fucking, I can't remember. Forgot which order it went. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, "Is that yeah. a Kiss song?" I'm like, "Yeah, fucking oath. How good was it?" I actually had to Google, so I was off them because I couldn't see any chords. Going into the guitars, I'm like, these cunts aren't even I playing. I thought they were lip syncing. Yeah, same. Like, and I'm we? like, wait up, they're not even playing these guitars. Looked it up, sure enough, there's a fucking um, res- receiver on there that goes to the uh, speaker or however it works. But yeah. you don't need a chord <laughs> like you used to. Yeah, um, but they fun. did look a bit lip syncy at times, but yeah. whatever. Oh, I just think fuck. the spectacle, like having them there for that, that's what GF should be like. Shout out yeah. to them. They're old as fuck in the middle of the G on a hot spring day with flames up in oh, yeah. Gene Sims fuck, the one That would have been hot. With all that makeup and gear on as well. Oh, and they're yeah. still fucking ripped in. I was like, gear in, I reckon, too. Fucking hell. <laughs> Yeah, big Gene. I actually <laughs> watched a video on them at some interview. Um, don't know when it was, but they put all the shit on just to go on a podcast, these cunts. Do they? Yeah. Anyway, they're talking they about that. If they walked past me in the street, I wouldn't know. They're talking they about that song, like, um, I Was Made For Loving You. And they're like, yeah, Gene was saying, I was getting told the lyrics and going, oh, that sounds awesome. Fuck yeah. And then he's like, okay, what's my part? And they reckon they can go to these heavy metal festivals where heaps of screamo and water into the mic. And then they're like, oh, I don't know if we should play here. They might not. But as soon as they start playing that song, the whole crowd will go. Yeah, that's awesome. So fucking just iconic. Sorry to butt in there with that. No, and then we got a bit of. uh, <laughs> like I understand why they did it because obviously Tina Turner passed, and she was like the she was, was like it, twenty yeah. years ago, uh, thirty years ago, nineteen ninety three grand final was when she did that iconic fucking performance. Oh yeah, and because she passed, they got a yeah. Anyway, it was the right idea. Was yeah. it executed very well? Mm. No, Probably I don't know. Not. Even if it was or whatever, I just think bring a fucking fresh current, like yeah. big thing or that fires. The AFL last year, Robbie Williams was that fucking was unreal. Fu- that's <laughs> what I mean. Robbie Williams has fucking to do with AFL. Uh, I only know one AFL disappointment, and that was fucking meatloaf. Oh yeah, that was and terrible. that is pretty infamous. But yeah. NRL that was so. Bad. I don't. I know. <laughs> Poor old like, meat. I can't think of the last great. Right, like pre NRL performance. Like, oh, yeah, the Veronica's NFL. mate. Oh yeah, yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, actually, where? <laughs> what are the? Hell. What's the main audience for NRL watching and their music? Veronica's would be probably in the bottom one percent. Mm. I know one song. That's just because it comes on at every nightclub ever. Yeah, but anyway, that's pre game. And I will belt it out. Oh, I will. Too. Yeah, <laughs> and but the I'm AFL not sing before the fucking grand final. Yeah, yeah, the AFL yeah. definitely got that one. Yeah, AFL <laughs> is still clear when it comes to pre-game What? Who was halftime for the NRL? Can't Did they have I was half-time? too busy outside sucking yeah. digitals. <laughs> Same. Yeah. But uh, the AFL one, I didn't even know who that it was. That was the 
it was one of the dudes from Crowded House. He'd uh, his own band. Right and even on. that took me a bit to realise, and then I went, oh, this is still good. Yeah, it was all right. Mm. Um, it needs Shepard to perform every fucking year. <laughs> <laughs> every grand final ever. So, and we got Shepard from Brisbane. Yeah. <laughs> Timmy Trumpet. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> Um, I would have more turned up for Timmy Trumpet. (laughs) (laughs) So, boys, the AFL Grand Final. I don't know, Tommy, don't know how much of it you watched, but what a game. Heartbreaking for the Lions. I kept saying, I kept saying after, or during it, sorry, I kept saying during the game, what a game to watch. Like, especially at halftime, I'm going, this is one of the best games I've seen just because they were kicking goals. Mm. No one was really missing that much. I know it looks like Collingwood kicked a lot of behinds, but in that first half, it didn't feel like that at all. And there was just, oh, the pressure and the intensity was just through the roof. And I'm going, this is awesome. Like, as a neutral fan, this is fucking unreal. Four points in it, but, like, there's games where it's down by 20 at one point and then they come back. That was literally tit for tat the yeah. whole fucking game. I was, yeah. um, I was spewing, boys, because, like, I just did that big mission the end of that last week, and then, you know, we were going to the fucking the, uh, TAV the day after, the whole day. Yeah. So I was like, watched the whole pre-game for the AFL, was pumped for it. I think I watched a quarter and a half and then had to take the, like, the missus and kids down to the rodeo and yep. do the whole family thing. And it's like you got to sacrifice a bit of... Your yeah, yeah you were picking your battles. Yeah, picking. Were you going to pick Penrith over a sport well, that you? Well, it's the definition. Yeah. But I was fucking. I've got to tell you, I was regularly checking the score because I was invested. Like I've got to admit, boys, I went from a fuck AFL, it's shit, to now I'm actually like I'll watch a game. It was after now. the Collingwood GWS prelim, really. Yeah. But but even like was before, it before then, that because of our yeah, influence? that's that's what I mean. Like hearing a bit yeah. about it, knowing a bit about it, that's a bit more. All it takes is one game where you see the fucking crowd and yeah. like the scenes after a close win at the MCG or something. Well, that to go, prelim wow. we spoke about how off tap the crowd oh. was. <laughs> just but like, not abuse. even that though. Just hearing you boys invested in it and sitting here and my ear holes copping it. Like I'm starting to take on a bit more stuff and it's mm. like, yeah, you can appreciate a bit more about it. So... I definitely think I'll try and watch a bit more next year. Yeah. Um, and yeah, fucking it's picking your battles again, though. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It was like that thing where I'm like spewing, but yeah. I'm, you know. Anyway. So I didn't, I said neutral fan. It was an unreal game for the neutral fan, but I didn't feel like one because I was at no. watching it with all Brisbane fans. So, yeah. and I obviously wanted them to win. So I was just so invested in it as well. And after the siren went, I just went, I remember just putting my hands on my knees in the backyard and just going, fuck me, I don't know if I can go through that again. Mm. Obviously not knowing yeah. what was going to happen the next day. Yeah. And, events oh, mate, I was just there going and I was, had my arm around Mikey going, fucking, oh, how do you feel? And he's like, yeah, not good. <laughs> and then, yeah. oh, I just felt I know what you mean, about being a neutral fan. Obviously, we're Queenslanders, so there's a soft, I've always had a soft spot for Brisbane. Yeah. Oh. And my old brother who I was watching it with, Brisbane fan, yeah. that last Danaher goal, to get that little like glimmer of hope, yeah. I was, I was fucking, I was jumping around crazy. So yeah. talk to me, Jace. There's a bit of controversy, right? Yeah. About uh, a call or an advantage or whatever it is. I don't know enough yeah. about yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. talk to me through that, boys, because obviously I couldn't watch it. And what happened? Oh, do you want me to say it? Yeah, you go. So it was play. They got Lockie Neal. There's ball about the fifty meter mark, 
and Lions had just kicked that goal off the centre bounds pretty well, minute left. Lockie, you can't trip someone in AFL. You can't, you can't tackle, tackle yeah, around the yeah. yeah, so that's happened to Lockie Neal. He's disposed it. Umpire's called. That's a free he kick. He blew the whistle yeah. for a free kick. You're not going to fuck. Sometimes you can't hear that shit. With a minute to go in the grand yeah. final. with a, They had full capacity. 100,000 and 24. That is maximum yeah, that, that can go. Holy fuck. Yeah. And Zach Bailey's gotten the ball and he's made, tried to make a clearance kick and it was pretty shocking. Yeah, because he's, he's got, got the footy. Yeah. Didn't hear the whistle. Yeah, because the crowd's going off. And sort of hack it over it. his But that head. happens all the time. And, and he's, he's called about advantage. five Collingwood players around oh, him. I get it. And Collingwood's gotten the ball off the back of that. And he's called, oh, advantage played, advantage played. He, wow. called, it, he called it as like as he kicked it, yeah. though. In rugby league terms, yeah. it's someone knocks it on. Yeah, I'm fully you, with you. Yeah, you pick it up and then you go, oh, and you start running and yeah. you get tackled out. And they go, oh, no, but... You, you so it should advantage. have been a free kick. Oh, my God, it didn't it hear that it was. Kick. Banged it out just to clear it. And the fact and that it, was, it should have been. It's hey, one mate. of those grey areas, though. A referee's like, decision. I don't think that it 100% should have been one or the other. Like, if it had a got. Oh, I just wish that old mate could have heard him. And then if it was clear enough that, yep, you definitely heard him and he still kicked it, fair enough. It was but I highly distance. fucking doubt that he's heard the umpire blow the whistle yeah. Yeah. for he a free. definitely did not play that on. It was about 55 metres out, which is kicking distance. Locking the probably Poss- could have yeah. kicked Do it. you know if what not, sucks, though? it's an though, inside 50 it, kick. It sucks for both, like Collingwood or whatever that there's that discussion now or whatever. Because yeah. it's like the goal doesn't definitely get kicked if that comes off, but then there's always the Such question there. And that's what was so good about the fucking NRL grand final. Well, I don't um, – the reason I didn't buy into it was there's that many fucking 50-50 calls like that in a game. Just because that one happened with a minute to go mm. doesn't mean you highlight it. Yeah. Like, I know it's hard, but yeah. so like, many. At the, in the heat of the moment, I went, they're robbed, they're fucking robbed. There's clarity. Yeah. <laughs> I've watched it a few times. That's a free kick every day. You call back the advantage. But, like, that doesn't take away from the fact that Collingwood yeah. could have won by 20. There's so many of those calls that's mm. up to the umpire. Yeah. It's hard it's as a fan too, like a, bron- uh, a a Lions fan, and that's normally called like that, and you're behind by that amount. Yeah, with that long to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't. Yeah, it'd be so hard to for them to go. Oh, look, you know, fifty fifty call. It probably was a free kick, but in the first quarter in the eighteenth minute that happened, mm. and you know, like I don't know. I'm not going to say they were robbed. I'm not going to nah. sit here and say. The and I don't think they would be saying they were robbed, but. There's like the whole what if. It yeah, sting a bit more. If. Yeah. Yep. As if I was a Lions fan, I'd be fucking filthy still. But, but how good, how good though, being that close. Yeah. Like in a grand final. It oh, was, yeah. You don't want to blow out. In no, a and we final. had a couple in a row where Fair it was like. Few in a row. Last year. 2019, Richmond flogged GWS. Yeah, flogged they flogged Crows. 2020. Actually looked like it was going to be a cracking game. Yeah. And it was... Um, Dustin Martin special against Geelong. 2020. Oh, yeah, that was... Was at the Gabba? Yeah. It was that close, Shepherd sorry. played up. But it was like... <laughs> it ended up blowing out a bit in the last. Yeah, Dusty Martin just did Dusty Martin. 2021, yeah. it was... The dogs were actually in front at half time and they lost by about 100. Oh. It was seriously... That was... That fun. was epic. And, um, and then last year was just an absolute hiding. So yeah. it was like... We were due a close one. Mm. And it was Collingwood again because the last real close one was 2018 when they lost yeah, in the dude, last minute. Don so, Sheed, that guy. Anyway, 
it was awesome. Awesome for the neutral. Awesome for the game of AFL. And the whole day just went perfect. It was 28 degrees in Melbourne. Yeah. I think it's about yeah. 14 today down there. 28 degrees in Melbourne. You had Kiss on at bloody pre-game. There was sold out absolute capacity. You couldn't fit another bloke in there. And Crazy. Oh, it was just, yeah, great day for footy. They got sport. But, geez, it would hurt for the yeah, last. Yeah, such a close. You asked me the question on Sunday morning, and I'll say the same to you, Tom, and just people listening as well. Would you rather lose, like, an absolute blowout and no by, say, the fucking... No by halftime you've no lost. No by halftime that you'd lost. You're going, nah, there's actually no way to come back. Or would you rather lose... The way Broncos deal, the way Lions did. I think you'd rather lose like that as much as it hurts because at least your team fucking was in it. You'd be off them if they constantly didn't it's even show sweet. up. It's bittersweet. Yeah. Like you look, the Broncos one is extremely, extremely bittersweet. I think it hurts more losing like that. Are but we going to do it? Are we going we'll, we to move into it? I think we this should. Is, I think this is the, the, I think the this windows is open, and I, th- I put one I th- foot through. I thought it was coming. I thought it was coming after we just build it up before, and we put nah, it off again. But I've I don't think put, there's anything else that we can we put can't, off. I can't sweep it under the rug much. Longer. I've got every other sport to talk about here before that, but I think we can do it. Do you want to do it? We I'm ready. It. Yeah. With this fucking shit on my back. Three in a row to the Panthers. Still not sure how it happened. I don't know how we didn't win that game. And I don't know how the boys would be able to have a Mad Monday or any sort of uh, after party because it would be so hard to celebrate after losing like that. Like, not celebrate, but it'd be so hard to just smile. You'd get up it, but, like, there'd be waves. It would be, like... For me, it feels like I'm grieving a death almost. <laughs> it does. Which is well, grim, very grim. Do you know but I'll why, go through my day and every second hour I'll go, oh, Do you know why it'll Sunday. be so hard for them? Because no matter what they fucking say, after Ezra's third being up like that, they had to have had the thought in their head, this is fucking happening. Oh, it was over. We just need to defend. Like having that thought in your head and then having it ripped away is much oh. worse than not being ahead at all or Yeah, if being it was close. like tit for tat like yeah. it was yeah. in the AFL. But that was but... like, I was sitting there. I was sitting there. Had you conceded? That... Were you like, we're done? Yeah, in my head. But I wasn't, bro, I wasn't shitty or whatever. I was actually going fucking well played here because the whole first half, Panthers should have been up by heaps. Yeah, we after, were just yeah. fucking constant pressure when Flegler scored before the – Half time, I went, fuck's sake. Broncos, like, mental should be a lot higher than mm. um, Panthers because they played like shit. Well, Panthers just played really well but didn't score the points. Went in two ahead. And yeah. Broncos could play a million times and better. And the I remember one try that Penrith scored was off that. Unlucky. Off that yes. drop out, yeah. And that's why at half time I was saying I'm fucking worried here because – Broncos can play so much better, and I don't know if Penrith can. Panthers' structured attack was getting handled by Broncos' defence. Yeah, mm. hit the nail on the head. And then Cleary come was out. doing what he normally does, but yeah. it's just our defence was just on. It was rock solid, man. Yeah, and then down early. fucking second half, boom, they've got to kick up the freckle at half time. And some of those performances, man, Ezra, I had him yeah, penciled in as Clive Churchill. Penciled? Like pen. His name was on Tattooed. the fucking medal. I don't Tattooed. understand how other losing players have won it 
doing a lesser performance. Jack White in 2019. Mm. Well, it's because of Cleary's. I think it's because Cleary's last 20 minutes. If if Cleary didn't do that by himself and it was like a a team thing and no one really stood out, Ezra probably would have got it. It Literally, literally because of that. Nathan Cleary said, which is on my chin and carry you to victory. That 40-20 at that time when he kicked it, that was the game. Oh. There was a try before that. Leota's trial was before that. But Dude, it was yeah, the 40 20 where 40, I went. 20. I did a literal gulp. I went, fuck. Yeah. Like that. Like, I don't um, know what we're can do I just here. say, Moses Leota and Fisher Harris were fucking weapons. Absolutely. In the 62nd minute, a prop backing up on the inside to score. No one else six, is there. A prop. And you go, that is extra fucking effort if you've ever seen one. A Usually front I'm fucking like, we've done pretty well. In the two times we versed Penrith earlier in the year to shut them down. Leota's a fucking beast. Lenyu's a beast. Fisher-Harris, all of them, that is one of the best forward packs mm. in the comp, if and not second to us. And I still and they, think, right, I still think Haas played fucking really well too. Like he played was 80, absolute didn't he? He was hard as fuck to handle. But by that last 20, 30, every time I saw Leota and Fish get the ball, I was nervous. What Do you think it was because damaging. that first half an hour, we just got, all we did was tackle. So oh, that la- at the back end of the game, in that last 10, it was like we were just fucked. Payne oh. didn't go off, did he? But I, the, I think he played 80. But the momentum, man, like I reckon that energy of needing to score more points, having the – like they were running downhill, Penrith, that last 20. So having yeah. that extra energy and, and just fucking needing to score points, apart from the Broncos who are – all of a sudden on the other end of the momentum, having that extra energy to need to do it, I think that's what got him over the line. So many mistakes were made in the last 20 minutes yeah. by Brisbane. So many, men. It was literally – I've watched the replay and the mini. The replay was better because you see the whole yeah. 20. They were very uncharacteristic oh. errors too. Adam Reynolds, Walshie in that. Like it was – It was – no, but it Broncos wasn't even – don't usually make. Those kicks – that's an obvious one. Like Reynolds balls kicks. Drop yeah. balls. Shit like that. We when they, usually make when Leota scored, we should have went, and this was where the 40-20 was just unreal. It was on the third tackle. So yeah. You can't do anything about that. No. Nah. Because I went, that's all right, that's all right. I was just calming everyone, going, we'll just bang it down there now and bash them, and then we'll get a bit of field position, waste 10 minutes, yeah. and the game will be won. And then on the third from the 30-meter line, he just hooks a kick, and it was so perfect. Which – you got straight up and with that G'd up. And oh, I went, oh, dear. Because I just saw, like, I was like, that is literally the momentum that takes that 10 minute arm wrestle out. Yeah. Because if they, if he had to fuck that up, Broncos fucking run and get to about the 40 metre line and yeah. end up in our half. And like you said, 10 minutes of arm wrestle and you still need to score two. Yeah. I think it's just that play there is just fucking. After huge. Crichton scored, that was when I was right under my breath. With my hand over my mouth, just going to no one. Just I just kept going. We're gonna lose this. I was we're, praying. I said, we're gonna I, lose I was like, this. I can't take another 2015. After the I can't take another fucking 2015. I think I after Crichton scored, I was literally just. I said, I will give anything. I will give an arm for him to miss this kick, mm. <laughs> so that it was a six point gap. Oh. But his. Do you know what his percentage from the sideline was this year? It was like 87 or something. <sighs> 86% from the sideline or something. kicker was never in doubt. You know, I got one point where I went clear he might miss it, so I just went. No one know, missed. Neither clear. of the kickers missed yeah. one. Do you know what Spot I really on. did love? Was that Katoni Stag just getting individually fucking nah, Brad, oh, to fucking crying. pretty much lose it. 
Our defence. <laughs> like, if he t- makes that tackle, it's a bit different. But that Walsh from Crichton. right there as well. And that last, oh. um, that l- the match-winning try was mm. just fatigue. Yeah, oh, 100%. Because you saw Ricky Billy was Walters, just Ricky, fucked. Carrie, and all them boys, you just... He sort of he was at second marker or something, and they were right on the line, and he's gone to go one way, and that's why there was that big hole. And, there, it, and it wasn't even the like it wasn't even a thought of a shepherd because our mate just didn't even try and nah. run because he was fucked. Yeah, because it's but, the grand final. It's like the, when you go to Origin, there's that another gear that players hit in the pace of the game, yeah. the fitness you need. Grand final is similar to that. Like oh, people say yeah. it's treated like and they're not game. all Origin players. They're not. Yeah. Oh, so question for you is right. I know it's all off the back of it. Nathan Cleary, rah, rah, had such a great game. But currently where he sits, and as much as it hurts, where does he sit for you currently in the all-time halfback chat at 25? Right now. Club without, level? No, just overall, like halfbacks that there has been, where would you put him right now? He's not top five for me. But he? I still think he's got a bit to go. Fuck. I reckon he is. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. If you look him. at his club record, what he's done by 25, that's fucking... That screams immortality, but if he can do the likes of what fucking Joey's done at origin level, Lockyer 06, JT 2017 game two, those kind of – he needs to do something at origin. I'm talking yeah. halfback though. Lockyer for me isn't in the halfback chat. No. He's a 5'8". Yeah. I'd have – for me, man, it's like I'd have um, JT and, and Joey are still ahead of him because yeah. of the rep career stuff. And then he is either on par with Kronk or or better than him, in my yep. opinion, purely for that. Like, you were just, ta- you're just saying how State well. of Origin is like a grand final. There could have been any more pressure on that bloke, any bigger game than fucking right there, and he literally carried that How many that other halfbacks team. would have just rolled over and died in that situation? Isaiah Yo goes off, which yeah. probably... I saw he got, fucking. He's more knock. crucial to the no, spine. But I mean, like, got a head knock and went off. But I mean, Isaiah Brent, Yo. Yeah, Isaiah Yo went off, and he's such a big part of it. But I remember uh, Brendan Smith. I watched a clip a couple of days ago saying he reckons that's what jumbled Broncos up a bit because they're so used to watching Cleary get the ball outside Yo oh, yeah. that Yo got taken out, and all of a sudden he was at a bit of a different spot, which might have helped, but. Whatever I it was, Cogger man. came on and did more than Lawai did as well. Cogger yeah. yeah, he was really good. More. But I don't know. I just... good, good selection having him at 14. Yeah, for sure. That was a good one for so, uh, by young Ivan. Where, I mean, would you, where would you put him, Gropes, as, her, as much as it hurts you talking the about Kronk the man? I think the Kronk comparison is really good because Kronk was – that's what he was, was just structured. He never – he didn't have the X factor. He just never met, fucked up ever. Mm. So definitely – Joey and JT are in a league of their own, but yeah, I don't know. You can't, um, you can't knock what he's done. So all it will literally take for me is one crazy how is what he did in the grand final in Origin for me to go like he does that something crazy at Origin level where he shouldn't. One of those really. He just gets it. Puts moment. a team like, on his back yeah, and wins, sort of. Pretty shit. well. What he did in the grand yeah. final, he does that in Origin. He surpasses Joey for me, and he's not even. He's twenty five. Yeah. No, yeah, he's, he's done, done more in the club than Joey's already done a club. It'll be he's interesting to see uh, how they go because they keep losing players. Mm. But then they just keep fucking winning. They'll so. bring someone to the ranks. And that's why like, players like Kronk, look at his, his decorated career. Look who he played with the whole time. Yeah. Cleary has Cleary. That penalty team has been built. It's fucking insane now that that's happened, right? That 
the three in a row has happened. Normally, other clubs, like you said, Gropes, losing players. Normally, a team wins a premiership and they are in their year or two window where they can win before people get too yeah. expensive and have to sell them. And then they go yeah. back down to that bottom of the ladder, maybe fifth or sixth. Yeah. Storm, a bit different. They've got a really good system too. But that's well, what's the most have... impressive fucking thing is, yeah. man, is watching these blokes come in and just do a fucking job. Mm. Penrith have that potential to be that like you think of like the big powerhouse clubs in the last 20 years and those constantly successful teams you talk about, but if they're not winning premierships, they're still top four. And that's Broncos, Roosters and Storm, in mm. my opinion. Penrith uh, have that potential to build that system for the next 20 years. Well, mate, it's weird. I still feel weird talking about Penrith as one of those teams because growing up it was Manly, Storm and fucking Roosters or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And now Penrith is that team now for people like... Yep. Young fellas like us seeing Penrith, that's the that's the storm we used to see. Mm. That's the, the benchmark. Yeah, a hundred percent. Where do you, this three Pete? Where is like in, when you think of great premiership teams and Melbourne and Broncos in the nineties and that? What? Where does this team? Penrith, well, it's got us. Surely it has as, to surpass them. It does, mate. Where does it sit as the greatest premiership winning well, team? Well, in the NRL right? era, that hasn't happened before. Never. So, in my opinion, they are the greatest NRL the best. side. Yeah. Yep. I think the fact that players have lost and they still do it, that, that's yeah. what does it for me is that you do a three-peat off the back. Kickout and Coruscant last year. Yeah. You know? Before that, it was Burton and Capewell. Burton left, <laughs> Capewell left, yeah. Fuck, man. It's uh, Anyway, I, yeah, it, as much as it hurts for you, boys, that game and the, both the games, AFL, NRL, like you said, Gropes, as a neutral fan, what the fuck more could you ask from a grand final in sport? Yeah. yeah, that loss hurt. But I wasn't in so neutral. Fucking no, you weren't. But it took me about ten minutes to swallow my pride, and I came and found you, Tommy. Shook the hand, yeah. And I just went, I like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going to be like, I just got. That's fucking unreal. Yeah, I, I think 59th minute, minute when I had about ten blokes standing around me, pointing and yelling, "Who are ya? Who are ya?" By the big G. Who are ya? <laughs> Who rounded I, up the troops? And I just sat there and copped me medicine. I think that's what made it feel so good after, without even having to just go yeah. up to them individually. It just sliced deep once they scored. I think Crichton's try. Mm. You stood up and you looked around at a bunch of Broncos <laughs> fans like this, and you just went, "Yeah, you're not very fucking loud now, are you?" I think. And I just um, went, "No, I'm not, T-Dale. After the game, when I was sitting down in front of the bar, just mm. staring at nothing. Oh. And uh, I just could not dig myself a big enough hole yeah. to climb in because I just skipped my went, fuck me, why did I trout? And then I went, no, nah, actually, I'd do it again because 24 8 with 20 oh. to go, you can fuck off. I remember we should win that 10 times out of there. Spinning around after he got the kick and just went, four down with momentum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyway, it was a fucking roller coaster. Yeah. But, um, Look, the day couldn't have turned out any better at that venue and that. And I definitely that think I'd be keen to do a similar thing for those events. Yeah, you fucking know, oath. Yeah. Definitely set really like want. a precedent of we should do just that. Just that kind of first or... before the kickoff yeah. where we just pumped the anthem. Yeah. And then there was the big boo, yeah, on the screen. Yeah. And it wasn't organised, like you said. It was just everyone yeah. just got up it. Yeah. I just want to say quick condolences to every spouse slash significant other of a Broncos <laughs> fan on Sunday night oh. and recent days. But my missus copped a fucking earful of it and I'm sure everyone's around <laughs> Oh, the like my um, fiancé does not understand sport at all. Like, <laughs> she just doesn't understand why we care so much. 
Wendy so, came out and smoked. She was like, oh, it's going to be all right. I was like, it's not Wendy. But <laughs> no, that's like when I was sitting down just staring at nothing and she's come up like giggling because she it would have been funny for her to see because she's going, why do you care so much? Like, who gives a fuck? It's Look a at game. these grown men. Yeah. yeah. And she's just like giggling going, oi, babe, it's, it's, it's all right. Like, and I'm just like, calm as. I just went, oh, I, don't, I know you don't get it, so it's okay. I don't ask you to. But can you just not say anything? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't leave need me you, grief. I don't need you to like tell me it's going to be all right. You should have said, imagine <laughs> one of your close family members dying, <laughs> and then not as bad, but replicate that similar oh. hurt feeling in your head, later. and that is me right now. Yeah, only probably for a day of that similar hurt, not yeah. months, but I think I right even now. said, like, this is off that now, but fully understand. I was hurting that much that I think I said I wish that we'd lost to the Warriors the week before and didn't play. I would much rather lose a prelim than a <laughs> grand final. Just because I was just like, that hurts so much. That was worse than 2015. 100%. At least it was tit for tat. I said the before fucking, the game. I held the cup up, mate. I held the trophy up pretty much at 24-8. My whole mentality before the game was... Even if we lose, you know, Broncos shouldn't really even be here at the start of the year. If you told me we're going to make a grand final, you know, nothing's going to be worse than 2015. And it was. It just, it just was. <laughs> Somehow like, it was. It's like you've tasted it, like, uh, yeah. like reaching mm. out at a stretch. You nearly licked it. Uh, uh, you did. I could and smell then you it. just got snug back. Nah, There's no. smell it. That ten times out of ten, you win from there. Not nine. Well, obviously. Nine, nine and a half. <laughs> yeah. 9.99. Anyway. I wasn't, yeah, like you, I wasn't necessarily aggression. It was, I walked around I was the house. Yeah, it was just depression. I moping. walked around the house in my jocks like it was a fucking press conference. I feel getting, sorry. Just dissecting the game. I feel sorry for Mikey Mull, who's a supporter oh. of the Lions and and everyone else who's a supporter of the Lions and the Bronx. Keats. A defeated man. Keats. <laughs> oh, oh, no, yeah, Keats. But like, he was quite he, optimistic he went, after the Bronx game, though, by the sounds of it. Yeah. Oh, not Bronx, sorry, uh, the Lions game. Yeah, because he had the Bronx, you know. Yeah, he had, yeah, the, he had, he had the Bronx still. still had something to hold on to. Uh, but anyway, I don't know how much we can keep talking Yeah, I don't about, know how we even did that, but, but we've uh, done well, Jace. Thank you, fuck yeah. you come back this week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, boys. Wouldn't have been sad, able to do that. Chat. Guess what starts tonight? The World Cup. ODI World Cup in yeah, India starts tonight. The one that we have tonight. a chance in. Yeah. Get that India. We've got the... Uh, Replay of the 2019 final, straight up. Poms mm. are playing New Zealand. We all know how it went in 2019. We do. The Poms cheated As to get always. the victory. Um, Australia starts their campaign Sunday. Mouth-watering clash against India. Nice. Um, India are about $2.75 to win the World Cup. Not that game, just to win the whole thing. And I actually think that's value, believe it or not, because they are just red hot. Over there, everybody is scoring runs. The one thing I know is that Australia always, always finds something at World Cups. We lift. We didn't just, we didn't win three from four fucking for no reason. 99, 03, 07, 2015. We are the most decorated ICC team of all time for nothing. Yeah. So they lift and Mitch Marsh is creaming them everywhere. Cam Green loves batting over there. They paid fucking one point. Or how three million or was yeah. it? Was yeah. it for him in the IPL? Highest paid Aussie in the IPL history. Um, Zampa's way out of form, so surely he can't play any worse. And then we need Warner and Head to fire at the top. And then Smithy's been making runs as well. So 
And you just never know with Glenn Maxwell. He might just have the tournament of his yeah. life. We so need all the bowling attack groups. Yeah, we've still got like Starkey, Cummins, Hazelwood. They're all playing. Hazelwood will get injured. <laughs> no, hopefully not. Um, I don't know how they'll work that, whether they'll rest them and stuff like that, because we're going to play a couple of games against lesser sides. I wonder what sort so, of odds the boys are paying against India that first one. Two, I think, like 70 or something, pretty sure it is. I thought it was a bit less, but it might it's be. It's in the twos. About that. Yeah, we're not favourites. No, no. No, um, I was just wondering. But I like our chances. England are going to be strong, defending champions, and just with their whole oh, they scored five hundred set up. Yeah, they scored five hundred the other day. Basketball so, is ODI cricket. Yeah, um, Pakis, Pakistan are a smoky. I think yeah. they lift every time against India. It's arguably the biggest rivalry in cricket <coughs> because, yeah. like, we've obviously got something to say about that with Australia versus England and the Ashes and that, but. They are just fanatical oh, in both of those of a, countries. It's more of a religion cricket for them too. Yeah. All the, so that's and all the sport got. well, you look at the crowd too, boys, and they'll have a packed stadium of people sober, invested just in the game. Where flags. we have a packed thing, but we're just fucking blind and not normally there half of us just to get on the piss for fucking yeah. days. Mm. I think uh, Shaheen Afridi is just electric with the new ball, and, and if he can so do, young, he man. can literally just change a game. With fucking four or five overs because yeah. he's got that perfect fucking action and he swings it from his left arm. A bit like Stark. Yeah, he can yeah. change a game in four or five overs. So a real life stick cricket player. They're a bit of a <laughs> they're a bit of a smoky, I reckon, the Packies, because of the fact that if they do play India in a semi or the final or a quarter final, they'll lift. So yeah. well, that's, I'm Big fucking time. pumped about that because I've got a weekend at home. I'll be firing the smoker up and just smoking shit and eating it. Smoking meat. Yeah. Something you're good at. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And, uh, you know, I'll have something to watch. So I'm fucking pumped. And there's it. plenty to watch. It's mm. off season as well. We've just lost our two main sports. So yeah, exactly. And the ODI World Cup starts immediately. It's couldn't have timed any better. Bit Shit hours championships to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. Bit. rugby league. Couple of weeks. Bit of Next weekend, rugby. I think. Yep. Starts. Yeah. Bit of controversy around the uh, fullback position. but We'll get into that another I time. think we'll talk about that next week. Mm. We've talked about a lot of rugby league. Yeah. Yeah, Pacific, we'll do the proper breakdown next week for you is where it's a bit more finalised, the teams and shit, and yep. dive into it. Yeah, the 17 will be now named, um, named. UFC on this weekend. Yeah, mate, there's a free UFC card. I'll be having a little punt on a bit later. There's a there's a couple of big dogs. Um, oh, well, like up-and-comers fighting sort of journeyman older lads. Yeah. It's like a test for them, I think, but they've oh, been yeah. on a ball tear. Um, so I'll be tuning into that. I always like, like as I'm getting into the sport more and like watching it, these are the ones that you see an up-and-comer and they're up against this well-known name at, uh, good odds to bet on, but you don't know them, so you don't bet on them. Yeah. But you yeah, watch yeah. a couple of these fights and you actually see this dude performing and you might actually know them when they're coming up against someone and go, no, I reckon they're going to fucking win. Instead yep. of just You're knowing just trusting your knowing the main card fucking thing, you know. So I'm starting to enjoy a bit of that. And obviously, you know, as the footy's tapering off, we'll have the cricket and we'll have a bit of racing and shit, but... You know, I'll be watching a bit of UFC and a bit of fighting and boxing shit too yep. to cover yeah. a bit more sports. The sporadic UFC cards are great for the off season. Yeah. yeah. Get the boys around on a Sunday. And, and the mate, boxing free. too. And boxing. And the UFC, like those fight cards you don't pay for if you've got KO. Fucking Like oath. a yeah. lot of them. How good is a Sunday sesh with UFC? It's sick. We definitely should start getting into the, the more lesser known boxing cards because obviously we watched 
Canelo up against um, Charlo. Charlo on the weekend. Yeah. But that's like the whole world watched that. Yeah. Yep. And next weekend, the day after we go to the Bowen Cup, we'll, be ha- we'll have the Tim Zoo fight on. Which, how good will that be? Awesome. Up there. Unreal. So, forward to that. like, we all get around those, but... I remember speaking to a mate at a wedding recently and he's right into his boxing and he said, oh, you should watch this fight this weekend. It's the two best guys in the whole world at this division fighting each other. And I just went, not one person here would know who they are. And he goes, exactly. No one knows, but it'll be one of the best fights you'll ever watch. Didn't end up watching it. But that would be the sort of stuff that we should sort of jump into. I've been enjoying that. And I know I've given it shit on a Wednesday night fights and stuff like that. But when it's free, especially with what I do, I don't really need to be somewhere at a certain time. I've sort of been enjoying that, the free no limit cards on a Wednesday and you get to see up and coming Aussie fighters testing themselves. So yeah, I've been really enjoying those chances to watch something and people get exposure and shit, you know. Boxing is something that like it's a lot to take in with all the weight divisions. It's not a yeah. single yeah. to follow as UFC. Four different Even like, so many more contenders and I only well. just fucking realized that when they say junior lightweight something, I thought they were young cunts. But it's just a <laughs> it's just a it's light. just a lighter fucking version of that because they have too many fucking names. They have to have yeah. a junior. Oh, you know? so I've, like I've watched a lot more UFC, so my weight divisions I base it off that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Weight, welterweight, light heavyweight, and then heavyweight. you got to work then you out got light and super and yeah. cruiserweight, junior. Shit. See, yeah, the, like, the positive about I that think is was age as well. The positive about <laughs> that is. is compared to UFC is that people aren't nearly dying doing weight cuts. Yeah, yeah, and stepping up a weight division like someone. To fight, you like Charlo did on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. it's literally two kilos. A couple of kilos. That's a big yeah. shit and a fucking don't drink water for six <laughs> yeah, hours and you just go fight. Yeah. They still would fucking do weight cutting. Oh, like. definitely. Yeah. But Canelo wouldn't walk around at that weight, I don't reckon. No, no they would. Uh, yeah, they, they wouldn't walk around at that, but I just mean they don't have Not to jump savage. so far. Like, yeah, there could yeah, be yeah. some poor bastards in the UFC that are just in that weight division, but yeah. it's too much for him to cut down. And if there was one in between, they would be healthy cut and weight fight. I'm pretty sure the biggest one in boxing is, don't just tear me if I get this wrong. But You're a casual. The cruiserweight down to light heavy is the biggest jump. Probably. It's like I'd, quite a lot. Yeah, righto. Yeah, I, um, I wouldn't know the specifics. I think it's like from 83 up to 90. Yeah, right. Almost 91 or something like that. I think oh, it's well. such a we'll big jump. We'll clip that so you get ripped. Yeah, <laughs> just fucking hammer me. Yeah. We can't get any You're worse. You're a fucking casual, yeah. mate. He's down. Kick, can't get any worse. Kick but him, he's down. I think, uh, how good is the standard squeeze just to pick up oh, the... Just fucking how is it? You know? How good is well, it? Well, tell boys? me. How good is it? Well, geez, they look after us, don't they? They do. Um, I just love what they're about. There's that small family business just having a crack out there in a world that just shits on you. So, mm. um, all over you. And they've got a great product here, don't they? They're I rising mean, to the top of the shit. Measure, <laughs> measure your drink. One squeeze at a time. 30 mil, 60 mil, 100 mil chambers. They've got it all. Food grade plastic, boys, as yep. we know. So, you know, the alcohol can stay in the bottle. Jump on standardsqueeze.com and make sure you plug the code REGGIE15 in. Grab a squeeze. Check out their other stuff like the four-in-one cup. Speaking of, the Reggies have teamed up with the Standard Squeeze to design their own four-in-one cup. I took uh, my four-in-one to the rodeo on Saturday night, 
and I had a beer in there using it as a cooler and then I started using it as a cup for me oh. rum and Cokes because I couldn't fucking believe it. But at the Calliope Radio, you could get a rum in a Coke in a cup, not a can. Mm. Wow. Yep, That's they gave you nips. Of yeah. rum and, and who coke. wants to carry in those little shitty plastic cups That's where right. it's 75% ice when you've got a four in one? That's right. Yeah, it's a good bit of kit. So when they rock up, we will be mixed showing you how they operate. Fuck yeah. So I was struggling because I definitely know of a few <laughs> players wearing the number seven for Brisbane that could possibly get the squeeze. But I feel like that's you, there's only one. so unfair because he oh. was so good for us. Yeah, oh, it, it doesn't but feel good. Yeah. It doesn't feel right to do it. Well, I'll Not do for it me. for you. I, uh, I just think, <laughs> like I said, Reynolds, I fucking rate him so highly as a player. I just kept going, surely he will just, dr- like, swallow his pride and just drop the cunt as long as he can and back their defence. At the end, yes. The first try that you scored was oh, the most perfect short 100%. drop out you'll ever Oi, see. There, well, that's, that yeah. was just a matter And I'm of not arguing with that. It's yeah. the other two that one went out, one should have went out. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you fucking doing, Joe? Yeah. He was going for the miracle play because he wasn't backing him in to defend. Which they fucking should have yeah. backed him in to defend. Yeah. I understand the whole risk-reward thing where you kick it short. Worst case scenario, yeah. they could get the ball and then you're still defending on your line so there's yeah, not yeah. much momentum. Yeah. But if it's not working every fucking time like, and we're holding on to a lead, kick it deep. Yeah. Kick it fucking deep. Deep and back yourself. But I don't know. There, there's one. Um, yeah. And this we haven't talked about it, so it doesn't really fit in that well. But the Australian selectors, for me... <laughs> Naming James Tedesco as the fullback and not even having Ponga or Walsh or Edwards for that matter yeah. in there. I think, what the fuck have you been watching, cunt? The whole rep <laughs> thing, yeah, we'll pick him rep, but then you go and pick players like Stags and that based off form. Mm. When Tedesco for me wasn't a fucking top five fullback. This nah, season. he was shocking. So Absolutely shocking. shocking. I feel and bad. And if he doesn't perform like he can... He will, this will be his last time he'll wear He's too old, gold. man. He's just not fast anymore. He's just everything that was good about Tedesco's game isn't anymore. Yeah. Well, He's look, gone. it's still good, but when you've got absolute fucking throbbers who are in the prime of their life, yeah. currently playing You've got two grand it. final fullbacks in a dally yeah. in yeah. yeah. even in the squad. Like, so I think I, I would, go, I would actually fuck? feel bad giving Renault as well. So I'm happy with the Australian selectors. Yeah, we'll give it to them. Thank God. Just oh, sorry, Renner. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Yeah, I love you, Renner. Just... Yeah. I love yeah. you too, mate, but I'm still he would be hurt you right now. He would be hurt. You hurting. could see he was hurting. Mate, watch the fucking poor interview that he had to do when he got off the plane. Waiting in for him at Brizzy, the gate. Man. Yeah. She was waiting for him at the gate. Just literally asked him a question of what, or if you could go back, would you do anything different? I'd win. <laughs> the morning after. And I'm just going, this chick is fucking unreal. Are you kidding? Journalists are ruthless. Are you kidding? And then I looked at a few of the comments and they're like, oh, hats off to the journalists for being able to do that. And I'm like. I saw people blowing up about why there are no Brisbane fans waiting for them. In the air. I don't know. Yeah. Nah, well, yeah, Yeah. Australian selectors. Righto. Chin up. In the NRL. Yes. Uh, What about a skipper? There's probably right. A so, choice here Captain of the Week brought to you by the one and only CTC. Head to thecountrycompanies.com for all the knucklers designs or countrytruckercaps.com if you want to design your own uh, for anything business, 
thing. It's it's great stuff. Best dome protectors out there by a fucking country mile. So One of them. Yeah, that was nice. Um, yeah, they're for the, sale actually tonight. Fucking oath they are. So <laughs> make sure you buy them. But um, look, guys, there is actually a few here. Personally, I think Cleary's, Cleary's last twenty minutes for me gets it over. But Ezra is just as much of a sniff and grapes. I think you were saying before, Adam G. Adam G, the referee the, for the game. Could have rolled his officiating Two penalties. All. I don't even think I saw a six again. If so, it was in a spot where it should have been because I don't remember it. Yeah. What have we always said about if a ref does a good job, you don't notice the cunt? Yeah. I did not yeah. fucking notice I don't him remember once. Him. It was a great game of refereeing. And if we saw Klein's little bald head oh. shining oh. and giving away penalty after penalty, disrupting a big game. We might have won. <laughs> if that little weasel exactly. is back there around one oh. doing all the, the big games well, again. Well, they dropped like, him and then it worked perfectly. So why the fuck? Like, that's surely, right. surely next year he doesn't get all the big games like Origin and that yeah. after Adam. Especially if Adam's in like the prime of his career is in keen to keep doing more and more and he's not winding down. Yeah. Then after that performance, he should ref the biggest games until he fucks up. Sutton yeah. doesn't do Origin anymore. Klein fucking better not. Yeah. And you've got some bloke who just refed, yeah, best game of his career. Which so, is how many times do you hear people actually compliment a ref? It sounds, that's right. It sounds, in, a grand, even, in a grand final. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't even just a, oh, the ref wasn't bad. It was genuinely he good was on your board yeah. in a grand final after incidents like the six again in 2019 yeah. and Klein game after game. But, like, it seems like such a simple decision, right, to go, okay, he just nailed that. You have the throne, Joe, <laughs> yeah. until you can't. Yeah. But let's revisit this next year. Mm. And Origin see, one. And see. <laughs> see because happens. fuck me, that's the easiest decision ever. Pencil the cunt in for game one. Mm-hmm. He's going to pay raise for sure. But yeah. anyway, good on him. Got a I, big bonus. I'm, I'm happy to go with him because. Yeah, go G. Well, you did. I'm happy, but I, I as a Bronx Larry. fan, I'd, honestly, it even just fits the mold. Captain. Do you get more captain performance than that? Yeah, I don't even think we CTC did just will keep his arm off. And you didn't give it. To, you didn't give the squeeze to Renault, so I suppose we can. And but the only thing about Cleary is, I don't think even a CTC cap will keep his chin out of the rain. <laughs> no, it won't. But, <laughs> but in saying if that, he's wearing one in the hot summer, he's still getting a little red chin. Yeah, oh. but I just think you can't even fault that man's fucking performance. He did actually. Uh, uh, miss a couple of tackles. Bro, that, that fucking Reese Walsh step oh, for Ezra's third. Oh, who doesn't miss that? And he just grabbed air. I was like, holy fuck. Mm. He just must move that That quick. was the only good thing Walsh really did. Yeah, I'd give it to Cleary yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah I mean, right. It feels wrong for the this situation to knock I did to hear, Cleary. though, that Adam um, G is changing his name to Adam G1. <laughs> um, did ya? Yeah, he, called, G1 he G. called me up and asked. Oh, right. And I said, oh, let me it's think copyrighted. about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's trademark. Sorry, bus. Um, <laughs> another name. So. That was a ripper. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That was up there with Hudson Old. That was a fucking great call. That's now all we call him. Adam G1. <laughs> Adam G1. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. They're at the gate and they're off. Goes up the inside of... She's cutting loose now. He's trying. Can he do it? She's going to blow. Here he comes. Boom, right over the top. Tom. Yes. What happened to the all-in? Did your bet win? Yeah, mine did win. Same. Actually. Uh, and um, the one that I was going to do on the footy one. Also won. Uh, as well, mm. that there was an exclusive to blue bet that I made myself. That was so what either, was that one again? That was either team to win by 1 to 12 mm. um, in the NRL grand final, paying $1.59 or something. Sorry, or Jason. <laughs> I just had to throw I'll, that. I had to I'll, get him I going again. I take that on the chin. Yeah. I knew so, when I was pulling them cards out that... I was going to fucking, it was going to backfire me if it didn't get up. But it we, wasn't just Jace, it was every other silly cunt. Too. So we just in general went shit on the punt, but it's our own fault because everyone either went the Bronx or race eight at Randwick. <laughs> <laughs> so Barb's even had two different bets in the same race, so he was guaranteed to lose one because I don't know if you know, but. Two horses can't win. No, yeah. they actually can't. <laughs> so we were guaranteed to lose 20. Minimum. Mm. Anyway, I did get that, but he's tried to reassure me that, oh, but if it places and hoping your heart wins. and It's the fucking omen. So we still lose one. <laughs> but we lost them all. Um, I said I wished it was his punters club the week before when he won both bets because it's, punting's just hard. Yeah. So, but anyway, we were all shit. We got a few over the line, though, boys. Imperatriz in the Moya. Mm. Paid a whopping dollar sixty. We trifected the Moya. Paid a whopping twenty dollars for the trifecta. <laughs> so if you put six dollars on the box try, you would have got twenty dollars back. Just fine. Won the Metropolitan at enormous odds of a dollar seventy. <laughs> uh, look, it must improve, boys. That was shocking. I it think just Tommy the called hype- it. All bets hedged on the Bronx winning and something we tipped in race eight <laughs> just set us up for fucking But failure. see, that, I think you got to, when, when all the hype and excitement is about the one thing that the show's built around, everyone's got to have a crack at it and everyone's got an opinion. So moving forward, not everyone's going to be funneled into the same thing, which is always yeah. either big win or big loss. And yeah. Unfortunately, it was the latter. It's going to take yes. the highs to the lows, boys. But I think yeah, even if the Bronx week, did win... None of those multis come no, off. But it's like, at least if they had a one, you know, yeah, we would have got the all, all in. in. But yeah. anyway. All in is getting up this week. I'm just speaking saying. of the blue bed all in, I'm going to go to Flemington. Race seven, horse number 18, first immortal to place. One of the easiest watches you'll ever see two weeks ago at Caulfield. Carrying 63 kilos, mind you. 63, he weaved through them on the turn, kicked away and literally eased down with 50 to go to win by five or six. That was over 2,000. Two and a half thousand metres now will not worry him one bit. This is the bet of the weekend for me. Gate 20 is the only knock. So he's out of gate 20. But with the race being so long, he can just take his time, get across, do no work, put the head down, get a nice run in transit and be fresh for the last 300 metres the sprint home. This is a great bet, Reggie's. Yes, it's going on the all-in at place odds, but please back this thing each way on Saturday because it is my absolute best of the weekend. Whoever wins this race, it's called the Bart Cummings. You get a ticket into the Melbourne Cup. There you go. If you win. Wow. What a what fucking wrap. Good stuff, mate.
Well, look, uh, you know, the footy is done, like we said. So I'm, I'm getting into my horse work <laughs> and uh, I'm a gun on the horses. So <laughs> we're heading to Raisel Race 9, Horse 3, Parasol. I think that's how you pronounce it. Paying $1.60 to place and I reckon it gets the job done. It's got great form. Um, the distance that it's run out here, it's got four starts, <laughs> three seconds and a first. So hasn't even come third at the distance. At the track, it's one from one. Jockey and horse, one from one. Third up, one from one. And I think it's only ever not placed once in its fucking wow. in career. Fucking in its career. Glorious. So, what look, race was that? Um, it is race nine, horse three at Rose Hill. Beautiful. So look, Sydney. I just think if you're going in the all in dollar sixty, it's a pretty safe bet, I reckon, looking at that. Yep. Fuck yeah. Love boys. it. Right, yeah. Well, to wrap it up. With the Blue Bet all-in multi. I'm going with the ponies as well, like you mentioned, Tom. We've got no footy. We've got no AFL. And I'm going with Extravagant Star, Rose Hill Race 4. So it's been nominated for Rose Hill and Flemington at the moment. But it's looking likely I think it's going to run in Sydney. Gutted because I would be just as confident if it was running at Flemington because we would have my main man, J-Mac, Are we on back. It? Are we on it either way? No. J-Mac is... No, but are oh, we on the horse wherever yeah, regardless, it where it's regardless. Right it's winning regardless. <laughs> yeah. Right but, um, yeah, so it's a little bit of an omen bet for me as well. So Extravagant Star was the first horse that I've backed and got a win on. Fresh oh. 18-year-old self had just been introduced to the glorious world of punting where I stumbled across a two-year-old <laughs> sprint race on a fine Saturday afternoon. I like the looks of the star and loaded up my part-time job earnings onto it and watched it smoke the cunts and get the chockies. And fuck me, I was hooked. I've had a black book for two years now. So as soon as I saw it, there was a little glimmer in my eye and I just went, I can't not fucking back it. Before I even knew the odds. So I was coming off the back of an impressive win at Rose Hill at 1,100 metres just over a month ago. And I'm confident the history will repeat itself. She's had three wins at this distance from nine starts. And it's, like you said, uh, first in autographs, this is my fucking absolute pick of the day. Not only for the all-in, I'm going to be having a bit of coin myself. Back at each way. And so should you, Reggie. Listeners, it's paying $1.60 for the place at Rose Hill. Flemington is $1.95 for the place. So regardless, we're getting good values. So thanks to our mates at Bluebet. Let's get the fucking all-in multi back on track. What yeah. a spell. Get on. Come on. What a spell from fucking young Red. Fresh Go on. to the specials under the Reggies. Um, I reckon you'll get $4.10. That's what you're getting now. Yep. So that's three places. And for fuck's sake... Have something on the win for all of them to win. In yeah, a, do in your a multi. Own. We, in we, it's a not multi. as simple as we have in the bluey specials, but you can do a little bit of yeah. work. And it, uh, it turns <laughs> out that Jace is also good off a spell first up. <laughs> yeah, he's just absolutely. Mm. He's been in the paddock for a month. He's, he's just produced one of the great spells. Yeah. Great all in spells. Bit of nostalgia around that. That oh, was glorious. Yeah. That was glorious. Fucking eyes. Um. Next race up after the Bart Cummings uh, is race eight at Flemington, boys. It's the Turnbull, Group 1 Turnbull Stakes. Uh, now, many a horse have stepped out in the Turnbull and to springboard themselves into the spring onto bigger and better things. Cox Plates, Melbourne Cups, Caulfield Cups. Winks run, won this race twice before going on to Cox Plates. Maccabi Diva won this race before she won a Melbourne Cup. So, Romantic Warrior is here, boys. 
He's been all the rage. He's a Hong Kong horse. He's just got here. He's an absolute beast over there. Just dominates. Yeah. J-Mac's been flying over there to ride him in Hong Kong. True. So that, I assume, so that when he comes out here, which he's here now for the Turnbull, he's here to win a Cox Plate. Yeah. But he's stepping out in the Turnbull. First up over 2,000, which you think that's not the way we sort of do it here in Australia. But he's done it before. First up 2,000, he's won. So that's his MO. Does he just win? I don't know. Yes. First run in Australia. I'm going first run in Australia. I just want to have a look at him on Saturday yep. because you're getting $2. So there's no way I'm going to have a crack at him at $2 first run in Australia. Who knows? What the fucking flight? He might be – we get jet lagged. So does horses, surely. <laughs> so <laughs> you're thinking like if it was – if he was paying like the $4 If he was mark. paying a bit more, you could have something each way, but you can't because he's only two. Yeah, it's so. very short odds for a first run And you can just sit back and enjoy whatever happens and well, take a Well, I'm still going to have a bet. But not on him. <laughs> so yeah. I think Gold Trip's a sneaky bet at $23. Yeah, how's He's that? He's looking at the Melbourne Cup again now, I think. But he ran really well in a Cox Plate last spring before he won the Melbourne Cup. So 2000's definitely not too short. I've ended up settling on one that um, he's fourth up to 2,000 metres, which I just think that's prime. That's third up Third up the mile, which is 1,600, is a, always a good sort of – Ammo, yeah, and fourth up two thousand. After it's gone, he went fourteen hundred twice, up to sixteen. Now to two thousand. Fourth up, he ran in behind Alligator Blood and Mister Brightside last start. Two fucking Mister uh, Alligator horses. Blood went out and won the next week. So yep. the form's there. Hopefully, he's got the fitness on his side. Have I even said the name of it? Osapanko. That's who we're backing. Yep. Um. So yeah, that's uh, Flemington Race Eight. Not sure what number horse, I'll find out. Is this just a G1G exclusive? Yeah. Like oh, that's... well, it's G1G, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just checking what we're, what, what this bit actually <laughs> it's a, was. Yeah, it's the Turnbull. It's the G1G. Group yeah. one. It's a G1G. Horse seven, Osipanko. There you go. Damien Oliver, Chris Waller. Oh, I love an Oliver. You're getting six bucks. Damien, fight the bath. <laughs> You're getting six bucks and 220 a place, so... Nice. I'd like even if you only want to have the place, I'd rather take two twenty a place about him than take two dollars a win about Romantic Warrior. But yep. look out, Romantic Warrior will come out and just win by the straight. So, so you're back yeah. in Osapanko. Yeah. Right, our G one G is going the Osapank. <laughs> right. Uh, Good are you putting though. that on now? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just doing up my little notes, mate. Just keeping it. Right um let's have a crack at the uh the old fellas, eh? Go, you bastard. Come on, you little bastard. Get up there, son. Got him, you little ripper. Yeah, let's hear from them. They, uh-huh. might, they might be sad. This will be a bit of a roller coaster because we've got two diehard Bronx fans oh. and we've got a bloke who loves not liking them. But so, he tipped them. He, he did, but he's, he trust me, he wouldn't have felt oh. one bit sad with watching that happen. The smile inside. <laughs> I reckon we would have got outside. a smile out of Rocket. I think <laughs> Dad filled the pool on the weekend. Did he? Yeah, with tears. <laughs> <laughs> After Saturday and Sunday. Oh, no, the big fuck. Oh. I actually right. don't wish that upon my worst enemy to be a double nah. Brisbane fan after the weekend. Come on, Keats. Come on, Keto. Reginald. Footy's over. Let's move the fuck on. <laughs> we got to collect this blue bet old boy. Oh. Heading to the Turnbull Stakes at Flemington. Race eight, horse two, gold trip. Last year's Melbourne Cup winner. Brilliant first up at the Valley without any luck. Australian bloodstock horse. 
Due to the odds of about $25, this race, well short of a set distance, but this horse is all class. And look out, could go back-to-back cups. Guys, get on. Happy punting. Thanks to Blue Bet. Go the Reggies. Very short in the uh, footy coverage. In the re- review department. Our shortest key. Let's over. move the fuck on. Yeah, fucking fair enough. He didn't there. have to say anything because nah. we Well, he's it. backed me there on the gold trip. Could he has. That worked out bet, well. So that's good. Who has been Keto's pick since like the start of the year for Melbourne Cup? Oh, nah. That's racing in off. that race. Shay yeah, That's yeah. it, Shay It's uh, it's had two goes at 2,500 and just not run the distance. Mm-hmm. He gave a spiel there the other week and just goes, Shayar, get fucked. We'll not win the Melbourne Cup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at least he put the balls on the line to call it nice and early in case. Yeah. Yep. And who knows? Keto does put his balls on the line a lot when it comes to punting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The group chat where he'll send through a tip and it's just, he'll say it and I go, oh, yeah, and then I see the odds and I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Maybe in each way. Yeah. Righto, Pedro, this one might be a bit more of a review. What do you reckon? Oh, don't know. I reckon we're... G'day, Reggies. All time for Pedro's picks. Oh, the footy season is done and dusted, and what a fucking bang that was on the weekend. Still getting over it. It's going to hurt for a bit. But um... positive, we're fucking going to hammer this spring carnival. Yes. Righto, lads. I, uh, I haven't given you a... A horse tip for a bit. Been pumping the fucking footy, so let's uh, let's give you give you a good one. I've um, I was looking at the big races, and I love J Mac as well. And I'm gonna steer away from a few of them. I'm, I'm gonna I like Rose Hill, so we're gonna Rose Hill race five. The Roman Consul Stakes over 1,200 meters. I've gone number five, Celestial Legend. It's a three-year-old grey. Uh, love a grey. Kira McAvoy's up up on it. Thanks to Bluebet, it's um, paying just over five dollars. Yeah. It's only had the three races besides the trials. It's never not placed. Um, and that win it's had was at twelve hundred, and this is at twelve hundred. So let's see if all this can line up and um, we we get a win. All right, lads. See you go. Race or race five, number five, Celestial Legend. Cheers. That's like a great it. bet. I like it. Yeah, it's oh. good that he had a, yeah. like, a little symphony orchestra yeah, in the, the wind back. Yeah. In the back. <laughs> <laughs> Soothing the pain. Yeah, I, think he, I think he just hung them up on Monday morning. Yeah. yeah. Took it's a couple of days off. Goes out for, for a meditation yeah. session out the back. Pedro's meditation session is six beers and some fucking durries on a Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> and a wind chime. Cut. I did notice yeah, he was on the analogs. He does love an analog. Yeah. <laughs> Righto. <laughs> Maybe this might be a bit more of a review. This is going to cut deep. (laughs) Come on, Rocket. Boys, punters, Queenslanders, Rocket's Ruffies raring to go. A quick shout-out to the Innisfail Golf Club. Lucky enough, I had a few rounds up there on the weekend. Awesome little course, great company. And for once, hitting off some green grass. It was fantastic. (laughs) If anyone's up that way... Go out of your way and have a hit. All right, Saturday, we're off to Flemington. Race seven, horse two, Goldman. Five-year-old Bay Gelding. He'll be a leader. He's paying about nine fifty a win, $3.10 a place. Waterhouse and Bot on board. Uh, training, Child's on board. 
and I reckon uh, Waterhouse will have him primed for this. Jump on him, see how you go. Stay hard. Yeah. yeah. How the fuck did we he's not just... get ripped into? Yeah, but see, yeah, he's, he's very... Uh... You just don't expect whatever's coming. Like Shout out to Innisfail Golf Club because I think they yeah. took the <laughs> yeah. focus off. He's yeah, he's zend him. Yeah, <laughs> but he was actually that pumped. The old man went up there and reckons. I think just being at a place like that and being in a good mood, like he hit him really well. He reckons and just had a fucking great time. So yeah, go check him out and tell yeah, him Rocket hope. sent you. Tell him Rocket sent you. Fucking out. Um. Yeah. So. He does have a gay waterhouse trained horse yep. as well, I've noticed. Mate, I've started to get onto a couple. I did that on the weekend and, and got one. They were all looking all right, and that was the thing that put me towards it. I can't yeah. remember which one it was, well, but it was a, like 8.50 or something, and it was like, well. It's a trainer's name that you don't even have to be a horse. Like, you don't have to like punting or know much about horses. When you see waterhouse, you yeah. know. Well, you know it's not a piece horse. of shit. Yeah, exactly. I, love, I just love how she trains because she trains them to lead. So she doesn't train them to need luck. Yeah. Like lots of trainers, obviously it's dependent on the horse, but that's her style is in the front fucking four yeah. at least. And you you don't need luck. Yeah, you're, not you're in front. In, yeah. So, yeah, I like the uh, I like that. He's taken on uh, first immortal in the all-in there. That's all right. Goldman can win. First immortal can place. Don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> but, yep, ticket in the Melbourne Cup, same race. Yep. So... They'll be all, you know, when you got that on the line, that they're going to fucking be ready to go. Yeah. Every horse in that race is going to be ready to go. Yeah, so they're not just throwing it in to just fucking yeah. keep it fit. You want to fucking, you want to spot in the It's uh, time of year so exciting dance. for punting because, like we said, we, footy's done. It's like we've got spring carnival. It's so fucking, the only thing that's not excited is my bank account. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not after the weekend. I was going so well there Oh, well, too. let's change it. Yeah. Because yeah. what's that, uh, uh, something about more. Ah, <laughs> oh, the more, yeah. Oh, that's it, yeah. <laughs> do you know what else is exciting is this fucking spring carnival just firing up and you're about to receive, if you're there at 6 o'clock fucking tonight, the mm. best shirt to just punt in ever on made. fucking earth that's ever been made. Imagine really? rocking up in the Reggie's formal hat, the RRLC baggy Reg, and a the Moya the Moya shirt. Ready to just pub. kick punting's asshole. Uh, it's a, it, if you see someone out in public wearing a Moya shirt and you don't yell out the Moya and they don't <laughs> follow it up with the fucking Moya, yeah. then that oh, fucks me. Exactly. I just, just don't make, know. It, make it a thing. So you got. I don't know if I'll be able. To, we'll be able to wear it in public, boys, because the amount of fucking women we'll have under the arms. Oh, but, yeah. Well, the, the wives Moya. and fiancés and girlfriends aren't going to like it. Well, but. the more you wear it, the more you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It That's fits right. everything. Um, it just everything. Tom, do you want to do your punters club, or do you want to yeah. hear from Barbary? Oh, I'll do that, and we'll finish off with the big fella. He's always got right some on. good chat on him. So, look, guys, like we said before, no more forty. So I've had to adapt and overcome. Um, so I've just got a multi and I'm literally chucking a hundred on the snot of it. So, fuck yeah. so now I'm going to Rose Hill race six, horse five, the little pumper. <laughs> now off the back of our horse officially getting registered with racing Australia as Yabby pump. Yeah, beauty. So we bought it like me and Cam, the alpha blokes bought the horse and we have bought a share. And we've so bought it shares. Also yep. our horse Yabby pump. <laughs> Which is the best fucking name on earth, and it's unreal. <laughs> so the vibe just fit that I was looking through, saw the little pampa, 
<laughs> and thought I've got to have a sniff at the little pumper. To place? Yes, to place. So I think it's just the name screams out at me here. I'll tell you where two, it comes from after. Right, Paying $2 to place, Waterhouse bot train, like we said, and um, that's going to be my first leg. Right, Paying $2 to place, which is going to be the first leg that happens as well because I'm going to the UFC on the Sunday. Choppy. Uh, so we've got the UFC fight night Sunday. Couple of up and coming weapons fighting against a couple of blokes who I think are a bit long in the tooth. So there's two main fights on this card. You've got Joe Pfeiffer and Abdul. I'm not even going to attempt the last one. No. Um, yes. So Joe's about, he's 27. Um, Abdul's 38. And I watched Joe Pfeiffer fight last time, and he is just one big, powerful motherfucker. And like in his prime sort of thing. His name starts with Pi. Yeah, that's right. So mm. there you go. But he's got a record of 11 and 2. Abdul's got a good one too, but Pfeiffer's an absolute weapon and he's a favourite at $1.22. So I'm just throwing him in as a bit of a, you know. 27 yep. as well. So when you start to hit your strides in the UFC. Yeah, so I just think he gets the job done. Then the next fight, we got Grant Dawson up against Bobby Green. Um, Dawson, same as Pfeiffer sort of thing for me. He's 29, he's 20 wins, one loss, one draw. Bobby Green's 30 wins, 14 losses. He's just a – Bobby Green can scrap, but he's like a street street brawler to me, a bit of a journeyman. Yeah. Um, So same thing here. I think Grant Dawson is an up-and-coming weapon, gets the job done, paying $1.24. So all up, that's a little pump at a place into Pfeiffer and Dawson to win, paying $3.03, bucks on it. Beautiful. Fuck yeah. I like it. If the pumper places, I'll be very confident. The, if the pumper places, I'll be smoking pump some pumps, meat. Then we're going to pump. Yeah. Yeah. So. so the little pumper was actually a jockey called Jim Cassidy. Oh, that's Boy, right. The pump. Yeah. And he refers to himself in third oh. person all the time. It's the pump. Oh. We're talking about this fucking <laughs> And they reckon the it was show. because he's, his action. Like, because he rode him out heaps, you know, just with, pumps, his, with that, his hands. Is that not even more, pumping fame. Is that not even more of a vibe bet for yeah, the yeah. Reggies and a character in the game? Yeah. Like, all of those things just aligning, surely the little pumper. I would actually fucking give anything to get the pump on the show. Yeah, well, Just Reg, to hear yeah. him refer to himself as the pump. I'm pump. <laughs> if anyone knows the pump, they can get on to it. Remember I told that story where yeah, he know. won his first... That was when he early when he when episodes. he was like seventeen or whatever mm. eighteen oh he was not eighteen yet and he rode his first winner and the, whoever he was doing the interview with or the podcast with said oh how'd you celebrate and he just goes oh don't worry the pump snuck out the back for a cold one <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome mate. Um, but yeah so that's it anyway boys like a lot riding on the horse. And then those other two was just so – I didn't want to chuck a 100 on a $2 thing. I'm like, at least want to get it around that 3 Yeah. You know, make it a bit interesting. Give us something to watch on Sunday. They should just do what they're supposed to do and, and win. win. It is stinking. So, yeah. Mm. But, yep. right I like it. it. There's the punters club. Like and what do we got from Tom Barbary? Hopefully some uh, improved – Obviously, back to two weeks ago, he was electric. He was unreal. Unstoppable. No luck last week. Barbie's a bit like how we talk about Melbourne and Penrith teams that when they lose, they back it up. Yeah, well, we thought that. that one stretch. It's like the Melbourne (laughs) of now. (laughs) He's very rock solid. Can he return to the Melbourne of 2017? I hope that he performs like his hair colour, just red hot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And hopefully he remembers that. 
we've just recapped the whole weekend. <laughs> and we don't oh, let him go, mate. Let him go. He'll recap it a bit. Come on, Barb. I feel like what we lacked in Rocket, he will feed us. Oh, I don't know. Reggies. Well, shitty weekend for the Queenslanders, but I'm sure we'll bounce back, although not the results we all wanted. I must say a big congratulations to Tommy and his dirty, rotten, low Panthers. <laughs> but I'm certain that the old freckle would have been tightening there for a fair chunk of Sunday night, eh, big fella? Mm. Punters club was very ordinary. Sorry, lads, but I can't take all the blame. Little hope in your heart, run another game and bold race, but Willow willowed us all, just like you did on Giga Kick a few weeks back. <laughs> anyway, on to this week, and my best bet comes up in the fifth race of the day at Rose Hill Gardens in Sydney, lads. The group two Roman console stakes for the three-year-olds. I'm expecting number three, boys, Osmosis, to continue on his winning way and take this out. This son of Zoostar was electric in the Heritage a couple of weeks ago, first up beating Celestial Legend and Namesake, which he clashes with again here, and also the likes of Barber and Royal Tribute. Drawn a little wide, but he's the early toe to cross these and either lead or sit outside the leader, and Rachel King will be able to dictate terms. I'm sure Bajon Baker will have him in tip-top shape, and he will be winning $2.40 at the time of recording with Bluebet. And my best value, I'm going to the Group 1 Turnbull Stakes, boys. Race 8, number 2 here at Flemington, Gold Trip. He oh, resumed yeah. on the 9th of last month in a benchmark 100 at Mooney Valley with 62 kilos on his back. Seriously, Reggie's go and have a look at the replay. Mooney Valley, September the 9th, the benchmark 100 over 2,040 metres. There's only one way I know how to describe his performance that day, but I've been instructed that, that this particular one-liner can't be used on the show, so go and see for yourself. Drawn a little sticky in Barrier 18, but over 2,000 metres he goes back anyway, and Mark Zara will use his Group 1 ability to weave a passage through. He has to take on Romantic Warrior from Hong Kong, but if the right run presents and he gets any sort of luck, he'll be a massive showing at $21.480 at the time of recording. You could certainly back worse than that on Saturday. So there you have it, Reggie's Barb's is best this week. Rose Hill Race 5, number 3, Osmosis, $2.40 at the time of recording. Flemington Race 8, number 2, Gold Trip, $21.00. And 480 with Blue Bet at the time of recording is my best value. Keep it stiff, lads. Happy punning. Beautiful. I, I tell you what I will be doing personally, and that's after hearing three blokes that are right into their horse racing all say similar things about the old goal. The trip, yeah. Is going to have a little bit on that. You don't win Melbourne Cup for nothing. Yeah. Oh, it's just like, you know, obviously yeah, everyone's seen a bit of value form. there for the horse that it is. Yeah. That's right, and that's all it is. I think at the price you have to have something. If I saw Gold Trip paying three bucks, I'd go. Mm. Yeah, but he might in fucking a month's time over thirty-two hundred yeah. meters. Well, this is a big test. The fact that it's over two thousand—that's why he's so so long. But yeah, yeah like uh, Barb said, first up, mate, over seventeen hundred. Fucking hell, that last hundred meters was just unreal. So, yep, it's a great bet at the price. I don't think the price will last, to be honest. Like. Right now, at the end of this, obviously we get these recordings, buddy. Yeah. An hour before the half an hour before the show, he's twenty three into nineteen already. I reckon we'll so, drop down to like eleven, twelve. Yeah. Could do with some scratchings It'll and stuff. Straight big time. Um. Right. Oh well, we're just going to finish off with one more. There's one more that I really like on Saturday at Rose Hill. Listener Race exclusive. eight. Yeah. Race eight, number twelve, Waterford. Uh, he ran home brilliantly last start. He just seems to never, ever get any luck or never get a race that pans out how he needs it to because he gets back and he needs them to go quick in front so that he can run them down in the last fucking hundred. So, yep. And I reckon he will because there's a fair bit of speed out of the gate in this race on um, Saturday. So they should be able to ride him quietly out the back, hopefully picks him up in the last few strides. 
Uh, Rose Hill Race 8, number 12, Waterford. And that's all I have. You beauty. Well, it's Fuck good to see I. a bit of – I'm actually very keen to keep my eye on the punt this weekend. Yeah, I'd love to see This the... has made me more pumped up than it already was for spring carnival and yeah. just those weeks. That, like, something's in the air around springtime for me. I don't know. It's like a little nostalgic feeling of just Hay fever's up. bad too. Yeah, there's hay fever, <laughs> but there's good stuff in the air as well. It's, it's just fucking punting. Fucking yeah. oath there is, and the parking only way that you should be parking up and punting is getting yourself a fucking baggy reg <laughs> of the Maya the Maya shirt and a trucker cap up your wide holes <laughs> and fucking get stuck into the spring carnival at 6pm tonight at thereggies.com.au. Look at the socials. We'll have links. Fucking get into it. Fuck yeah. And we'll see you next week. We've got a huge show. We've got the Bowen Cup after next week's show, so there'll be heaps of stuff on that. We're getting right into our fucking spring carnival work. The uh, Pacific fucking championships we'll be yeah. covering right through next week as well. Absolutely. So thanks for be listening, huge. guys. We're pumped. See you next week. All right. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.